I heard a priest once tell this little somewhat humorous story uh, to his congregation. It's the story of a brother and a sister who had a conversation on the telephone. One lived in the West Coast in Southern California and the other was back home in Minneapolis in Minnesota. And it was New Year's Day and they were greeting each other Happy New Year. And the sister proceeded to tell her brother that today we sat outside on the balcony and it was warm and sunny and we shared a four inch in diameter strawberry and it was wonderful. And the brother on the other end of the line was trying to think about what to say and how could he maybe give some uh, uh, positive uh, comments about the benefits of living in the northern climate. And he remembered that Minnesota is known as the land of 10,000 lakes. And in winter, they do ice fishing. So he said to his sister, oh yeah? Well, today we walked on water. Well, today in the gospel, Jesus walked on water. His disciples were in a boat on Lake Genesaret. And while Jesus went up to the mountain to pray, the church fathers say he wanted to be alone and reflect on the miracle that had just taken place. The multiplication of the five loaves and the two fish that we heard about last week, the, the feeding of the 5,000. This was just a few hours later after that. So when they set off in the boat, the sea was calm and peaceful, but very soon, almost without warning, a storm arose and the disciples found themselves in a dangerous and frightening situation. And we have to think back to the gospel last week. They witnessed a great, the great power of God and the miracle of that feeding of 5,000 people on the mountainside. But when the storm arose, they became fearful for their lives. In just a few hours, they forgot about Jesus and who he was and is. All they could see around them was the storm and they were paralyzed by fear. So in the storm, Jesus approaches them and they thought he was a ghost. They didn't think that it might be their master coming to them. They forgot that he was the son of God and that he can do these things. And what did Jesus say to them to calm them during that storm? He said, don't be afraid, do not be afraid. Fear not, it is I, he says. The Lord says this many times in the Bible, do not be afraid. Even going back to the Old Testament times, if we think of Moses, when he went up to Mount Sinai, God told him not to be afraid. When the Israelites were going into the, land, the promised land, not Moses, but with Joshua and the Israelites, they were told by God not to be afraid. But more recently, in the New Testament, in the Holy Nativity, the shepherds in the field keeping watch by night, what did the angel say to them? He said, fear not, for I bring you good tidings of great joy. Don't be afraid. But there was a storm raging. How can anyone not be afraid being on a small boat with a storm around them? But yet Jesus tells them not to be afraid. 
They were in the boat where Jesus wanted them to be. They were doing what Jesus wanted them to do. Yet a storm arose. You know, when we think about it, God never promised us calm seas in life. Look what's happening around us with the virus and just the turmoil that we're experiencing in this country, but also around the world. The Bible doesn't promise us calm seas. What Jesus does do is he helps us within the boat to weather the storm that we're in, to weather it better. And if we think about it, this is how life is. It's when it's calm and serene and that we're sailing through life, then a storm arises. The question is, what do we do? What do we do in that case when a storm arises? Do we focus on our faith and ask for God's help to weather it? Or do we do like the apostles initially did, try to go it alone? paralyzed in fear. You know, when you're paralyzed in fear, you lose control. You cannot do anything if you try to go it alone. It's only you that work. But when we pray, God works with us. So even when they saw Jesus, the apostles didn't believe it was him. They thought he was a ghost. You know, this is an image of our life. Sometimes God allows the storms to come into our lives so that we will recognize him and we ask and ask for his help so that we reach out to him like Peter did on the waves. When things are going well, God has to call us because we did not focus on him. We forget about him when things are going smoothly. The truth is he reveals himself to us more in the storms of life than in the calm and happy times. Sometimes these battles, or these storms, or these trials and tribulations that we experience are a blessing for us, or to us. You know, I'll, I'll give you another image of the Old Testament. I, I think of this from time to time, especially when I read this gospel. When the Israelites were leaving Egypt, Pharaoh had enough of them and said, get, go, just leave. And they were, came up to the Red Sea. They had the Red Sea in front of them. They had Pharaoh's army pursuing them behind them. They had nowhere to go. And just at that point, God revealed his glory and his deliverance to his people in the midst of a storm. That was a storm for them. How many times in life have people changed for the better if it, not for a, if it were not for a storm to disrupt the status quo, to pick themselves back up to make a change. But fear is natural. There's nothing wrong with that. But it's how we respond to that fear. Do we reach out to our Lord, to God for his help? The disciples weren't focused on him. They thought the only way they would be saved is if Jesus was in the boat with him, with them. This is why they doubted. They didn't realize that they could call upon him. But we know better. We know we can do that. Christ tested Peter's faith. He calls him out of the boat to come to him on the water. And Peter walked on water because he kept his eyes focused on Christ. And this is a message for us today. He only began to sink when he took his eyes off the Lord. When Jesus had to grab 
him and bring him back into the boat. It's a lesson for us. That the mistake Peter made was that in the midst of that storm, he lost focus. He focused on his predicament instead of the Lord. Why did Jesus tell his disciples to get into the boat and cross over to the other side? Because he was teaching them a lesson. It was a learning moment for them. You know, the church fathers say the storm is a training session. Before they could go out and proclaim what life was all about throughout all the world, they had to undergo and experience a storm, like we all do sometimes. The question is, will our ship weather the storm? If not, we need to strengthen that ship. We need to get in the right boat. And where is that boat? Well, you are in it. Sunday morning at 10 o'clock, you are in that boat, the Ark of Salvation that brings about salvation in the storms of life. Kivototi Suos is the church. And you are in it. So it's a lesson for us this morning to not lose focus on the storm. Don't get out of the boat when the trials and tribulations of life hit. Stay in the boat and call upon his help. Many people make that mistake and they leave. Don't do that. Jesus came to his disciples and he will come to us too when we call upon him. He didn't abandon them and he will not abandon us today. So it's our benefit to stay put. May you have a blessed week ahead and look forward to the feast of the All Holy Panagia, her kimisis, her dormition, as intercessor for us all these 15 days of August. to everybody. And may you have a blessed week and feast ahead. Amen. Good morning, Kalinara